How do you actually build a business from YouTube with consistent leads and sales coming in in your sleep? What kind of content is best when you're trying to generate hot leads and buyers who are ready to dive in with you? And what are the phases of creating an evergreen lead machine from YouTube? We're getting into all of this in detail today. I'm Sunny Linarduzzi. Welcome to the Sunny Show podcast for the bright side of being your own boss and building your own life. My definition of being your own boss means showing up for yourself so you can show up for everyone and everything else personally and professionally. So congratulations on showing up, boss. I promise to support you on your journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Okay. When Beyonce calls, you say yes. Okay, Beyonce didn't call (laughs) yet, but Amy Porterfield did, and she's basically the Beyonce of online marketing. So when she asked me to be on her podcast to talk about how to create my evergreen lead machine with YouTube, I was so in. And this is truly a training episode where we break down each step. So I'm so excited to share it with you. We're gonna dive into that training in just a second. But before we do, if you haven't heard, we've been working with our clients inside of our Authority Accelerator program, which is dedicated to helping you use video to create an evergreen sales machine for your business. Our clients are making sales on autopilot, building their lists in their sleep, and creating content that's really making an impact. This is our application-only program, and truly, the demand has been insane, and we've sold out the last three enrollments. So if you want a spot, I put a link in the show notes for you to apply to see if you qualify for a call with us. We would absolutely love to support you. All right, be sure to screenshot this episode and share it out on Instagram. Tag me at Sunny Leonard Uzi. And your shares really do make a big difference. They allow us to continue creating all this free content. And if you haven't left us a rating yet on the podcast or a review on iTunes, please take a second to do that. The more ratings we have, the more people will be able to find us. Okay, let's do this. Me on Amy Porterfield's podcast, Online Marketing Made Easy. Super excited for you guys to hear this. Sunny, thank you so very much for being on the show. I am excited to have you here. Oh my gosh, it is such an honor. You're the first podcast I started listening to ever. So this is such a surreal full circle moment for me. So thank you for having me. Goodness, I absolutely love that. I feel very, very lucky to have you on the show because girl, you are are on fire. I mean, you are truly a YouTube boss. You are (laughs) killing it out there. I know your business has been growing like crazy because I've been watching all your videos. I've been seeing what's happening. And so to get you on the show and to talk all all about evergreen list building with YouTube. You are just like the perfect person. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you. I'm honored. And it's, I mean, I've definitely had a pretty funny experience growing my list with YouTube and an interesting journey. And I know that I can teach your audience a lot about it and how to do it the right way off the bat. Okay. Well, that leads me to my first question. How did you get started with YouTube? And was it something that you just fell into? Were you really intentional about it? Can you tell me about your story with that? Yeah. So I call it a really happy accident. Basically what happened was I had a social media consultancy where I was working with clients all over the place, really, and in all different niches. And I absolutely loved social media from the day that it even became a thing. I remember, you know, playing around on Twitter, playing around on Facebook, and I just fell in love with the fact that you could talk to people one to one and build these like really deep relationships. And those people would then be a part of your journey moving forward. So, coming from someone who actually was a journalist before, I fell in love with the online space because I liked that you could deliver information but also integrate it with your audience in real time as opposed to just talking at people you were talking with people. So I do this social media consultancy for about five years. I have all these different clients. I'm doing campaign management. I'm actually doing community management. I'm doing the posting, doing everything. I'm doing strategy. Love it. But as any consultant knows or solopreneur knows, you hit a ceiling. And I truly thought I would never want to have a team and I would just want to keep doing this by myself forever. But I hit a point where I had so many clients through word of mouth that I couldn't possibly 
you know, keep doing it by myself forever. So I basically had this moment of how do I clone myself or how do I duplicate myself and start scaling this? And my first thought out of pure desperation was all of my clients are asking me the same things over and over again. So I don't have to go to meetings and I don't have to get on phone calls. If I can make one tutorial that I can send to all of them at once and they can just learn from that. So that's what I did. So at the time, it was March of 2015 and Periscope, the live streaming app had just come out and Periscope and Meerkat were in competition. And all of my clients were asking me how to use live streaming to build their businesses and and build their lists and all those other kinds of things. So I thought, okay, I'm going to sit down, window, webcam, check, check. Don't need to put too much effort into what what I look like. This is just going to be sent to my clients. So I film the video, do a whole tutorial on how to use Periscope to build your business, send it to my clients, which I had about 10 at the time, and didn't think anything of it because my YouTube channel where I uploaded the video was basically dormant. I had no subscribers. I had no branding. All of the videos on there were either personal family videos or really old demo reels. So I truly mean this when I said, when I say I thought nothing of it. The next day I wake up, I had 2,000 views on the video. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Were you like, wait a second. It was for 10 people. Yes. I was very confused. And I also (laughs) wished that I had put a little more effort into what I looked like. (laughs) So I... Okay. So first I'm like, okay, what just happened? How did this skyrocket so quickly? And why do I have so many comments? And it was a really big light bulb moment for me. And such an interesting pivot in how my career transpired and my trajectory because it was a total light bulb moment where I started reverse engineering how this happened. And what I realized is that obviously YouTube's a search engine. It's the second largest search engine in the world owned by the number one search engine in the world. And at this time, Periscope was a trending topic. Live streaming from mobile was a trending topic. And I was the first to create a video on it And people were searching for it in a higher volume than normal. So my video on YouTube at that time was the only video on the topic. Obviously, more and more people started creating them afterwards, but I automatically ranked number one. And because of all the search volume around it, all of these people were finding me and discovering me for the first time. And I basically did the tutorial just for my clients. So I had nowhere to send people. I didn't even bother doing a download or list building or anything. But that's really the turning point where I thought, okay... I wonder what would happen if I started getting intentional about this and I just do one tutorial based on my client frequently asked questions a week for the next year. And in that year, I grew to 50,000 subscribers and 3 million views. And what I always say is, imagine, imagine what would happen if in the next 12 months, you go from working with 10 clients and only using word of mouth to build the business to being discovered by 3 million people. Like my life changed. Yes. So that was really my my starting point with YouTube and and how I started to reverse engineer the success of that one video and apply it to every video moving forward. Oh, so good. I love that you just gave it a shot, not even thinking it would be something big. And then what's really important is you paid attention and you thought, wait a second, there's something magical that just happened here and I'm not going to ignore it. It wasn't a fluke or anything like that. Even if it was a fluke, you didn't know. So you needed to test it out and try some more. So Mm -hmm. I love that attitude around that. Now, my next question was going to get right into YouTube and talk about all of its benefits and why you think we should be doing it. And all these questions I have for you, especially because we're going to get into a step-by-step process to grow your email list with Mm -hmm. YouTube. But at the time of this recording, literally days ago, IGTV just released. And so with that, I thought before we talk about YouTube, I've got to ask you because so many of my students have brought this up, does something like IGTV, we all know Instagram is a big deal and it's getting even bigger. So does IGTV take over YouTube? Like (laughs) does does YouTube become extinct or is it not that important anymore? Like how do do the two coexist? I really want to know from you, I know you're a little biased, but I also know you use IG, you use Instagram. So what should I think about all of this? So it's, I mean, what a crazy time to be alive first and foremost. (laughs) Because there's new things all the time. And I just, I find it really funny because I feel like whenever a new platform comes about, people forget the fact that 
there's so many cross talents and cross promotion opportunities on every platform. I feel like I'm platform agnostic at this point. Like, yes, I know YouTube. And yes, YouTube has been the thing that's really built my business at the core of it. But I'm on all the platforms and I love Instagram. I think it's a great opportunity for entrepreneurs. And IGTV is just another format to deliver your genius. So when I found out about IGTV, I was super excited because first and foremost, it's like mobile focused. It's that vertical video that people are consuming on mobile, which so many more people are consuming you know, video content on mobile than they were before. So it's really exciting. But I'm just playing around with it at this point and I'm paying very close attention to what people are doing on IGTV. And I wanted to just say, it's not going to take over YouTube and no platform. I, I don't think any platform at this point with everything being so well established, I think we've kind of gone through the phase of like, oh, this platform came out, so it's going to kill this one. Or, you know, it, it's not really... That's not really the case anymore. Now, platforms that are out there and are the big giants are really just getting better and better and better. And I think Instagram looked at what is happening on YouTube and the search functionalities, and they went, how can we start integrating that onto our platform? So I think it's a great opportunity for more searchable content on Instagram. But at the end of the day, like I said before... YouTube is owned by the largest search engine in the world. So unless Google is taken out, which like, you know, maybe one day this interview, I'll look back on it and go, yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs> Until that happens, you don't have anything to worry about. And for me, there is no better search engine than YouTube and Google. And every single day, are you going onto Instagram searching for how to grow your list or how to get more YouTube subscribers or how to become a life coach or whatever else? You're not really looking for those things at this point on Instagram. And Instagram doesn't have the built-in functionality that YouTube does as a search engine. So what I see IGTV as a huge opportunity for and what I'm really paying attention to is it's cool because it's a testing ground. IGTV is not the same platform in YouTube as YouTube in the sense that your content's going to be there and working for you every single day in that evergreen style that I'm going to break down on YouTube in just a second. So you can test content on IGTV and see what really resonates with your audience and then make a full production style video on YouTube that's even more polished and that is going to be this evergreen content that's going to rank in search results and it's going to perform for you and continue to build your list every single day. You also, something that we're testing in our strategy now with IGTV coming out is we're making miniature versions of my long form videos on YouTube and putting them on IGTV. So we're doing this mobile friendly vertical version that's like two minutes long versus a 15-minute full video on YouTube. So I think what's happening here is actually the great thing about IGTV is that it's elevating your content on other platforms like YouTube. So you're getting even, even more in-depth, doing even more like course-style videos on YouTube with this full set of information. And you're using IGTV to just draw in more, more eyeballs to it and drive more traffic to those full-length videos. So that's how I'm really seeing it. I also see IGTV as an amazing opportunity to release exclusive content that you can only see on IGTV. And that's mm. longer form than a story. That's I think that's good. another really great way to use it. So there's so many fun things that you can do with it. And I know it's only going to continue to evolve, but no, I don't, I don't see IGTV taking out YouTube by any means. And I think also you have to understand that the skill set you build on a platform like YouTube is transferable to IGTV and vice versa. And that's how you want to look at all the content platforms is like, they're all just a platform at the end of the day to deliver your content, but the value of your content has to be good in order for it to be seen anywhere. Okay. So good. I'm so glad that you talked about that. It was timely and relevant and we couldn't ignore it. So thank you for that. And I've heard you talk about the two before, and I feel like you're really clear on how the two can coexist. And so thank you so much for that. Pleasure. Okay. So here's a question I have for you. We're going to get into the steps, I promise guys. But first we have to start out with figuring out what type of content is most searched for and best suited for YouTube. Because you talked about this whole idea of the search functionality of YouTube. So I'm curious, is it mostly tutorials and how-tos? And also one more question. I'm going to give you two in a row. I've heard you say that entrepreneurs and influencers should use YouTube very differently. So can you speak to that as well? 
Absolutely. So they basically go hand in hand. And the reason I say entrepreneurs use YouTube very differently than say a content creator who's trying to become famous online or be an entertainer of any kind um, is that YouTube is literally free advertising. Like that's really as simple as I can put it. And as an, as an entrepreneur, what we do is we solve problems and we answer questions and we make things that are going to help people and elevate their lives or elevate their businesses. So YouTube is this platform where people are searching every single day for how to solve their problems and get their questions answered. You just have to show up and be found. And I'm a prime example of that. So when everyone was trying to figure out how to use Periscope to build their businesses, I put up this video and I have you know 2,000 people overnight watching that video and wanting to learn more about it. And from there, I could develop a program or a product or a course directly related to that video. And I know that I have a built-in audience for it. So the reason that I say it's so different is that YouTube is not like any other platform in the sense that people aren't necessarily going there and looking through a feed. People are going to YouTube and Google, and I invite you to think about your own habits when you go to those two platforms. When you open up Google, you type into the search bar. That's the first thing you do. So that's why it's really important to focus on that educational tutorial style content in the beginning because it's going to build the most momentum for you. I've had clients who try and go the entertainment or vlog style route and it's the hardest way to get momentum and you're not attracting your ideal customers. So as an entrepreneur, you have to think about it as you're not looking for viral views. I like to define viral as, a, as an acronym as valuable information that is based on your intel, that is relevant to your ideal customer, that is authentic to your brand, and that you're leveraging to build your list, build your business, sell your products, sell your services. So you're not thinking about going viral. You're thinking about adding value and having a conversion point to send your viewers to, to continue to build your business because YouTube videos work for you for years to come. I have a video I made three years ago that's generating a, like 300 leads a day for me on my email list. What? <laughs> that is good. Uh, I love it. Okay. So this is really valuable because I have students and listeners in all different niches, but I just wanted to make sure people are clear on what type of content would be the best use of their time to create on the YouTube platform. So you're going to walk my listeners through a step-by-step -step method you use to create an evergreen lead machine on YouTube. And I was thinking for the sake of this episode, can we use an example of a coach of some kind? Because I have a lot of coaches in my audience that eventually want to create online courses and move away from the one-on-one -on -one to one-to-many. But right now they are coaches. And I thought we could use that as an example as you walk us through the step-by-step -step method. Absolutely. I, I work with a lot of coaches and it's a great niche to be in to build on YouTube. So yes. Okay, that cool. Okay. So the method you use is called the discovery and attraction method. And you say it's broken down into three phases. Can you walk us through phase number one? Yes, absolutely. So basically the three phases that I break it down into are first and foremost, you want to create profitable content. Again, this is a big difference from trying to create viral content or just entertainment-based content. Profitable content is meant to increase your reach and your revenue without having to rely on advertising, paid advertising. You can use that to add fuel to your fire. But for me, I built my business entirely organically using this first step of the process, which is creating that profitable content. So how do you figure out what is profitable content? I have a four-step strategy that I use and it's the research process. So if you're going to take one thing from this, please, please, please research before you record. It is probably <laughs> the most important part of creating this profitable content that's actually going to generate revenue for you as opposed to just, you know, adding value to your existing audience, it will help you get discovered. So how I create profitable content is the first thing is I paid attention to the clues in the beginning. I listened to frequently asked questions and those right there are great places to start for topics you can create YouTube videos on. Why? Because like I said, YouTube is a place where people go to get their questions answered. So if you can answer those questions in video form, I can guarantee you there's an audience out there searching for. And if one person is asking you this question, who's an ideal client, you probably have a hundred, a thousand, a million other people out there who are looking for that same answer and haven't discovered you yet. 
but are waiting to find an expert on the topic and would love to work with you once you answer that for them. So frequently asked questions is the first place to go. So highly recommend if you're listening to this right now, start thinking about some questions that people ask you all the time about how you can help them or what you do best in your business. The second step of this is looking at competition in community hubs. So looking at people who are in a similar space as you, who have a similar target audience to you, and especially if you're in the beginning stages of your business, this is so vital because it means you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And I find a lot of the times when people start thinking about video content, they're like, oh, I don't know what to make a video on and you get stuck. The best thing to do is just look at the clues again. Like success leaves clues. So look at the people who are influencers within your space or have the same target audience as you and pay attention to the kinds of content they have across platforms that has gotten a high level of engagement. Maybe it's an Instagram post. Maybe it's a Facebook live stream. Maybe they have a YouTube channel and you can find their most popular videos and you're not copying their content because you're able to add your own intel to it and make an even better version that's even more relevant to your target audience and build up your rankings on YouTube through that. So take a look at competition, take a look at community hubs. So anywhere that's maybe a Facebook group or a forum of any kind that has your target audience in it and look for the questions people are asking and the content they're engaging with the most. Because again, that's a clue for you as to what's going to be some profitable content for you. The next thing is trends, which the one caveat I will say here is that trends trends are great because you get an increased momentum and an influx of views, especially if you're one of the first people to make a video on the topic. But the only thing with that is it's usually not going to last forever and it's usually not going to be that evergreen lead machine. But if you have a trending topic or there's something that's being highly discussed or talked about in your industry, it is a great opportunity to increase your reach and your visibility. And the fourth piece, which hands down is the most important part of this strategy, keywords. And I call this your traffic building title. So you don't want to just slap up a title on your video. You want to do the research to find the right keywords because keywords are what people are searching for and key phrases are what people are searching for. So can I give an example of a... Please. Cool. So prime example here is I have a client who about a year ago, I guess it was last February that she started working with me and she enrolled in my YouTube for Bosses course and she had made one of her first videos and she wrote in my Facebook group a post and she said, you know, I made this video and I did all the research. I followed all the steps of FAQ, competition, community hubs, trends, and I'm just not getting any traction on the video. So I said, okay, you want to edit the title slightly and you want to put the question in the first half. So the question was um, something around interview questions because this person was a career coach. And so it was how to respond to a certain interview question. So she put that question, that specific question verbatim as how someone would search it in the front half of the title instead of in the back half. That one switch, that video went from having basically no traction and getting lost in the YouTube sea And I want you to think about it as a C because you want to rank at the top. So you want to float all the way up to the top of the C in order to be found in amongst millions of search results. So that one switch, that title switch on that video, she now has 7.8 million views on that video. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And it has generated, I believe, 30,000 email subscribers organically that are targeted. So... It's really important to pay attention to how people are asking questions. What is the search? Like, how are they searching it? How are they asking it? What's the exact verbiage they're using? That right there is a huge clue as to how they'd be typing it into YouTube and Google. And that's going to help you get found. Okay. So just tell us one more time what she switched to get that. Say that example again. So what she switched to get it was, so she put the title as kind of a generic title. It was something like um, how to answer this interview question, but she didn't put the exact question in that title. So the question I'm blanking on what the question was right now, but I think it was uh, actually, you know what? I might have the exact example. I'm just going to try and find the exact example. While you're looking, I'm going to tell my audience something because I had something on my mind. As Sunny's talking about keyword and doing research and the competition and the community hubs, if you guys follow my podcast, then you know that we just had Neil Patel on episode 221 talking about SEO. And he mm-hmm. gave us so many amazing tools to one, figure out who our real competition is, and two, how 
how to do keyword research and also find out which articles from our competitors are crushing it so that we can model something like that. I feel like everything that Neil talked about in episode 221 can be applied to what you're saying here with this whole idea of the research process. Oh, completely agree. I freaking love Neil. So Right? He was so awesome. He's an absolute genius. And yeah, 100%. A lot of this is crossover strategy. And it's really important. The title is the biggest thing because if you don't have your keywords in your title, no one's going to find you. So I found the exact title and the exact switch. The exact switch was the front half of the title of her video was a good answer to this interview question. It didn't have the exact question that people were asking. So now she switched the title to tell me about yourself. That's the question that people are asking in interviews. Oh my gosh. And that is totally a question you always get. Totally. And it's hard to answer. So she said, tell me about yourself in the front half, dash a good answer to this interview question. Uh, Yeah, That video has now attracted 7.8 million views. um, So good. And she's gone from, she was 50 subscribers a year ago and she self-admittedly was like, you know, it was mostly friends and family. And now she has 263,000. Oh, that is awesome. Okay. So this phase one approach is a four-part research process. Again, FAQs, competition and community hubs, trends and keywords. Mm -hmm. And again, if you pair episode 221 with what you're learning here with Sunny, Neil and Sunny are the perfect match for you hitting this out of the park. So Mm -hmm. it's so timely. I'm really excited about that. Okay. So are we ready to move on to phase number two? We absolutely are ready okay. to move on to phase number two, which I'm really <laughs> excited about. This okay, talk to me about this one. I, I need to know. So this for me is the fun part because this is where you actually go from content to customer. So this is where you figure out how to convert these views because that's probably the biggest question I get is like, how the heck are you taking people from YouTube and actually converting them into customers for your business? And the main way that I do this comes down to your scripting process. So I just have to ask this question first to kind of preface it. Have you ever looked on YouTube or searched on YouTube for an answer to a question or or a problem maybe, and maybe there's something recently that you've searched and you stumble upon a video and you start to watch the video and it takes two minutes of the person explaining who they are, why you should watch it. And you're like, can you please just get to the point? I don't understand. And then I am terrible. I lose interest and then I try to find something else. Right. And you have to think about how people search and also think about the fact that this is free advertising in the sense that people, like I said, in the discovery and the traction method is that people are discovering you through search by searching the right keywords that you've made a video on. They have no loyalty to you at this point and they have no relationship with you at this point. So they're discovering you for the first time and this is the the prime opportunity to get them so attracted to you that they they stay in your sphere and they become part of your loyal tribe and customer and fan base for life. So how you do that is the scripting formula I use. I call it the hot script formula and it stands for hook, outcome, and testimonial. So in the first 30 seconds to one minute of your video, instead of sitting there and explaining why someone needs to watch the video, which you never need to do on YouTube because people know why they need to watch it. That's why they're searching for it. You just need to get right into the hook, what you're going to teach them. So for example, if I'm going to do a video on how to generate leads from YouTube, the first thing I'm going to say within the first five seconds is, hey, welcome to this video. Today, I'm going to teach you exactly how to start skyrocketing your list building using YouTube. Done. That also gives them the outcome, what they're going to learn from this video. And then the testimonial piece is saying, I've taught over 2,000 entrepreneurs how to use this method. And one of my clients actually built her list from scratch to 50,000 subscribers within 10 months organically using YouTube and they were targeted leads. Perfect testimonial. So this is a twofold process. First, you're getting people into the content immediately and you're reassuring them that they haven't landed on a video where they're going to be you know, told a bunch of random things for five minutes. They're actually going to get to the meat of what they need to know. So they're going to stay on the video. And like you said, they're not going to click off. And also, you position yourself as the expert and a person with actual credibility by giving them the the fact that you've worked with other people on the strategy or you've seen success in the past. That's the intro piece. Once you get through that, you want to get into the sequential steps of exactly what you're going to teach them, the meat of the content. And then the final piece of the puzzle, and this is where you go from content to customer, is you have two calls to action. 
the first call to action is to get customers. So I call this your conversion call to action. So similar to a podcast, which you can use for list building as well, and we've done the same on my podcast, is you want to make sure that people aren't just listening to you and then piecing out and forgetting what you do and what you're good at. So this conversion call to action, for example, is I have a video, like I said, that's bringing in hundreds of leads for us every single day, and it's three years old. That video is on how to get more views on YouTube. And it's ranking on the first page, and I have a guide associated with it, and it's the Views Will You Snooze YouTube SEO guide. So it's directly related. I teach them the what in the video, and I put the how into the guide. And I show them exactly step-by-step how to do YouTube SEO in that guide. And people are downloading it, like I said, every single day because they're finding that video on a daily basis through search because it's on page one because we followed all the steps in creating profitable content in phase one of this. Now, the second call to action is the engagement call to action. So this is why this works so well together. So you get the customers, you get the tribe, you get people off of YouTube and just watching your video and forgetting about you. And you put them onto your email list. You can also send them to your Facebook group to get community support around whatever your niche is. You can also convert them over just to sending them to your website. And then if you have a pixel set up on your website, you can retarget to them. So we do that as well. So there's so many ways to convert people from viewers into tribe members and eventually customers. So that's one way to do it. The next step is this engagement call to action. The reason you need to do this is because if you get no engagement, if you don't get any engagement on your videos, you're not going to be discovered and you're not going to attract the audience long-term. So the evergreen strategy is you have to boost your engagement in the first 24 to 48 hours on your video And that gets you ranking higher in YouTube so that when new people are searching for how to build your list on YouTube, they're finding me on page one. And I'm the first option that they click on. And then all of a sudden, they discover me. And then they're attracted into my world, into my list, into my Facebook group. And all of a sudden, I'm everywhere to them. And I'm the only person that they want to look to for YouTube advice. So when you say engagement, I always thought for YouTube, it means views. Is that what you mean by engagement? People watching? Yes, that's one of the that's one of the pieces of engagement. But what I actually mean are the signals, which are things like likes on the video, oh. um, comments on the video are really yeah. really important, and then shares and subscribers. So how many people subscribe to your channel after watching the video, and how many people sh- are sharing that video across social? Okay, that's great to know because I I mean I could assume those things matter, but I really genuinely thought the only thing that mattered was the video views. So how do you get those extra engagement pieces to to count? Like how do you so, get people to engage? Yeah. So basically at the end of the video, so you do your hook outcome testimonial in the beginning, you go through your sequential steps, you get your engagement by asking for it. So how I position it is at the end of my video on how to build your list using YouTube, you can say something like, okay, now I've taught you the steps to build your list using YouTube, but you have to get found in order to actually build your list. So if you want to get my YouTube ranking guide, click the download below. And then you say something like, if you did enjoy this video, I would love to know so I can start making more content like this and help you build your business faster. Give me a like below if you enjoyed this video. And don't forget to subscribe for new videos every single week on how to be your own boss and build your own life, which is my tagline. And then make sure that you share the video with any of your fellow bosses or anyone who might Um, enjoy this content and also ask them a question. So I have a video on on this hot script formula on my YouTube channel and I talk about how I got 40,000 comments on one video. And it was a really simple process of asking an engagement call to action in the middle of the video that's simple because we have to remember that not everybody eats, sleeps, and breathes online marketing. Shocking, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand what you're talking about. (laughs) But they don't. And so you're going to have customers out there who don't necessarily natively know how to use YouTube. So you have to tell them and remind them and say things like in the middle of my videos, I'll say, if this is making sense to you, write boss in the comments below. All of a sudden that starts to rack up and it also gets people over the hump of commenting on YouTube because it can be intimidating because they're going, Ooh, I don't even know how to use this platform and I don't know where I'm supposed to comment. So you integrate them slowly into engaging with your videos. And all of a sudden those same people are leaving really lengthy responses. They're watching every video that you post and you're building this tribe and community, which is there for every video that you post each week and is helping you boost your rankings to be discovered by even more people. 
Gotcha. Okay. Did you say you have a YouTube video where you show this in action? I do. Yeah. So I'm going to link to it. Yeah. So I have a video called YouTube for Entrepreneurs. I believe that's the title of it. Okay. (laughs) Um, And it will explain this exact process to you. And I have a lot of videos on similar concepts to this. So I'm sure once you start there, you'll probably start binge watching a few things. Okay. So guys in the show notes, I'm going to link to some of the videos that relate to what we're teaching here. So you can see Sunny in action and she's going to walk you through at an even deeper level. I've seen so many of her videos and they're fantastic. So, okay, cool. All right. So now are we ready to move on to phase number three? We are. The one thing I want to say just in phase two that's really important is the whole reason that we do that hot script formula is that the number one metric now on YouTube of successful videos and videos that are going to rank number one in the search results, which is where you want to be, is watch time and retention. Mm. So high retention equals high return or high ROI as an entrepreneur. The more of your video people actually watch, the higher your video will rank because YouTube's going, wow, people are watching the whole thing. This must be the best video on this topic. We should rank rank it number one. So you want to keep people on your channel. You want to keep people binge watching your content and you want to keep people watching your videos for as long as possible. So you get those higher rankings. And that's why that hot script formula works so well. Okay, cool. So guys, remember that I provide a transcript of every episode. And so if you want to go back and like, make sure you really understand that hot script, it's going to be in the transcript. Okay, perfect. Moving on to phase (laughs) number three, give it to us. Okay. Phase number three is the evergreen traffic machine, which is the really exciting part about this. So you have your profitable content, which is literally acting as a magnet for your ideal customers and your, your ideal audience because you're solving the problems that they have and that they need solved. So they're coming in through the profitable content. You have your calls to action in place. You have the right script in, in place to get you ranking high, discovered by new people every single day. But now how do you make this an evergreen traffic machine? Well, it really comes back to those rankings. So if you have engagement on your videos you're going to achieve first page rankings. Now, how I've kind of hacked the system and how I was able to compete with people who are on YouTube a heck of a lot longer than I was, was by using this exact strategy. So what I did was it basically, I call this whole thing the attraction strategy. So they've already discovered you. This is the attraction strategy. So it starts at the top with YouTube. So YouTube is where you start. You start with your profitable content piece here. And then you send them to your conversion point. And once you've finished uploading your video on YouTube within the first 24 to 48 hours, the most important thing that you do is distribute the video. The reason being is that if you're just uploading a video on YouTube and hoping that people find it, you're not going to see much traction. So you need to leverage your warm audience to start building those signals, the likes, the subscribes, the shares, so that it tells YouTube, this is the best piece of content on this topic and it's new fresh content, which YouTube totally rewards and will rank higher than older content. And that's going to help you achieve that first page ranking and that top ranking. So you publish the video on YouTube, immediately what I do is I send it out to my email list. I put it on Instagram as a teaser. I put it on Facebook. I post it on Twitter. I post it on Pinterest. And I put it out on LinkedIn. So all of my warm audience is notified first about my new videos. Then what happens is this creates the machine and a total unfair advantage. So then my audience will go and watch the video. They will like it. They will comment on it. And they will share it, which again, tells YouTube, this is a really good new piece of content. Let's rank it number one. Once it's ranking number one, you're getting cold traffic all day long. So you're getting people who have never heard of you before discovering you for the first time. And the example that I can give of this, which we tested out last summer, because I was like, I wonder how far we could really take this if we made a specific offering or a specific course just related to one of our YouTube videos. So what we did was we created a piece of profitable content, which was how to create a course. 
And I did a video on that topic. I said, you know, this is how I created my courses and these are the five steps to creating an online course. Now that video is ranked number three, I believe, or number two out of 32 million results. Oh my goodness. (laughs) On YouTube. And that video has racked up in the first 24 hours, it racked up an audience, potential database of 10,000 people across YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Instagram stories, LinkedIn, Pinterest. So when I posted it across those platforms, that's the amount of engagement that I got. So I thought, okay, cool. So we have about 10,000 people who have engaged with this video and have gone over to the list. Not all 10,000 converted to the list, but the people that did were highly, highly targeted people for our eventual offer. So then we create this traffic machine because that video is ranked number two out of those 32 million results. So at any time someone looks up how to start an online course, I happen to be the second result. And over the year, I've racked up about 40,000 views. So imagine if even 2% of those 40,000 views turns into an email subscriber, which is the next point. So I created a guide for figuring out how to create or figuring out if you have a profitable course concept. So we created this checklist that is associated with the video. And then we obviously created an offer around that. And it was basically a live masterclass on how to create a course. So we, we just did this as a test. And in the first four days of launching this at a $97 price point, completely organically, starting from YouTube, we generated $23,000 in profit. Wow. That is fantastic. So, and it works at all levels. I think that's a really important thing for people to understand is that, yes, that was like somewhat of a smaller price point. It's still $97 is still you know, a good investment, but I have clients who sell $25,000 offers and programs. I have clients who sell $10,000 package, $10, packages. And of those clients, this is still working for them because they are nurturing the relationship and getting people to convert into email list subscribers or going into their funnels from their videos. So one of my clients with only 1,700 subscribers on YouTube because they're targeted subscribers, he's not going after that viral audience. It's a targeted audience. He generated $750,000 in revenue for his business within six weeks of implementing this strategy. Okay. So I'm glad you brought that last example up because some people are listening and they're thinking, okay, Sunny, but you got number two out of over, what did you say? 30 or 40? Yeah. 32 million results. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, well, of course you're going to do good, but I'm not going to get number two out of all of those. But you just gave us an example of somebody that had 1700 subscribers Mm -hmm. and were they like number one out of millions? So he was ranked number five in multiple keywords and he was ranked number one in a few of those keywords related to, um, basically he teaches um, more of an ad strategy. So he does more paid ad strategy and he was ranking in for a few of his videos in the number five spot. So even at number five, he was still, he was still being clicked on. So good. So I guess I really want to get real with this. And, and I've seen your success stories with your students. Like I've seen that they're creating real businesses and making really good money with their YouTube strategies. And so I'm guessing some people are thinking, all right, Sunny, you have 170,000 subscribers. So of course you're going to always rank really well, but I don't have nearly as many. So is this going to work for me? This absolutely will work. And I have so many people who come into my program who are starting from scratch. I have one gentleman who started the program a year ago and he doesn't even show his face on camera. Everything that he does is through animated videos and he's talking about software development of all things. But using this strategy, he's ranked number one in several categories because he's leveraging every single piece. And I think what you really have to understand is that no one is doing every single piece of this process unless you have a me behind you going, if you don't do it, it's not going to work. And so he has one video that has over 170,000 views on it and is translated into you know, thousands of email subscribers for him. And he just launched his first course. He didn't have any kind of online business a year ago. And he sold 55 spots right at the gate because he had built this targeted audience through YouTube by picking the right keywords. And what I also want you to understand too, is that this is probably the most important part of figuring out how to rank number one. I certainly don't want you going after when you're starting a brand new channel. I don't want you going after these like massive search topics. That's not going to help you get found. What I suggest to every single person when you're first getting started or when you have a dormant or a small channel is picking topics that are between 100 to 1,000 searches per month 
in search volume. And the, the tool to use to really identify how to do this is called Keywords Everywhere. It's a free plugin on Chrome. And it will show you, no matter what you're searching in YouTube or in Google, how much search volume there is for that topic per month. So you're looking for between 100 to 1,000 searches per month. And the search pool, which is the amount of results you're competing against, you want to keep that as small as possible. So you want to keep it under 100,000 search results because then you have an adequate amount of search volume and you aren't competing against 32 million, 50 million results when you don't have the authority within your space. So you start in the shallow end. You start trying to get wins in smaller competition pools. And you want to pay attention to the length of time the top ranking videos have been up for. If they've been up for years and years and years, you have a great opportunity to rank number one because YouTube wants fresh new content in each category. So if you can make new content, there's a gap that you can fill in. So it is 100% possible. And I've seen it time and time again. For example, the student that I was talking about earlier who had 50 subscribers a year ago and she has the video that has 7.8 million views. She, again, she started with 50 subscribers that weren't engaged, that weren't her target audience, but she followed the steps of using profitable content and picking the right titles and keywords. And she continues to get found and picked up in search and in suggested videos as well. And that's the great benefit of this as well. When you pick the right titles for your videos, not only are you going to be found in search results, you're also going to show up on the right-hand side. When, when someone searches for how to get more views on YouTube, I can pretty much guarantee if someone clicks on one of my competitors or someone else in the space, and I truly don't see anyone as competitors because I think we're all in this together, but right. when they click on someone else's video on that topic, I can pretty much guarantee every single time my face and my video is on the right-hand side as in suggested. So people so are... So good. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so I took some notes and I'm going to summarize real quickly and you tell me if I nailed it, okay? okay. All right, good. and don't be shy if I didn't. So <laughs> phase number one, discover profitable content topics for your niche through the research process you shared with us and then follow that up with creating great content. Mm -hmm. Number one? Okay. Yes, that's perfect. And real quick, I have a question with that. If we're just summarizing phase number one, does the length of the video matter? It does and it doesn't. So I know okay. that's not the best answer, but how I explain it is most importantly on YouTube, I think it's really, really important to understand you don't need to explain the why. I mentioned this earlier, but if someone's looking for you know, how to build their list, you don't need to tell them why they need to build their list because they wouldn't be searching for it if, if they needed to know the why. So don't include any fluffer, don't any, or don't any filler, don't include any whys or anything that, that's explaining why they need to know it. Just get right into the meat of the content, which is why that, that script formula is so, so, so important. And you want to keep it as tight as possible. However, having said that, I have videos that are 15 minutes long and people watch the whole thing because they need to watch the whole thing to get the answer they're looking for. So gotcha. it depends on what you're explaining, but biggest thing is don't include any filler. Okay, so I kind of jumped the gun with that question because phase number two is you're going to script and produce YouTube videos for high conversion using the HOT formula you shared with us, which HOT is hooked outcome testimonial, right? Yeah, hook outcome testimonial, exactly. And quick question for you. Tell me again, one more time, where does the list building come into play with that script? So the list building comes into play in the conversion call to action. So you create a video. It's very similar actually to how you do your podcast. That's what I'm thinking. Yes. yes. Okay, good. Very, I'm on the same very, page. Very, very similar. So you create relevant downloads, guides, opt-in PDF that are completely re relevant and related to your video. So it's very similar process as, you know, and you can walk through this in real time. If you look up any of my videos really on YouTube, you'll see at the end, I'm going to direct you to some sort of opt-in lead magnet or, or download. Um, and that gets you into my world and we can connect further and build a relationship out of that. And I know that there's going to be people listening too, because there is a lot of talk about this that are thinking, but if I send people off of YouTube, isn't YouTube going to penalize me? And they will, but they won't at the same time. So how I've kind of gotten around this because a lot of people you know, in the past would just strictly send people off of YouTube on every video. What I'm now doing is kind of 
alternating my strategy. So I'm keeping people on my channel by sending people from one video to the next. So like if you watch this video, I recommend you go and watch this video video on my channel too, because it's totally complimentary to this. And then in that next video, I'll have a download that's associated with it. So I'm increasing the watch time, but I'm also sending people off of YouTube to grab the download or go to my website to grab the, to be pixeled or whatever it might be. So the conversion call to action comes into place at the end of the video. Okay. That makes sense. And then finally, phase three, you leverage your warm audience to increase your rankings on YouTube right away. And that makes you discoverable by cold traffic who is searching for an answer to their question or solution to their problem that only you can answer. Exactly. (laughs) I am such a good student. You are. Well done. (laughs) And I think it's important to understand, like, even if you don't have an audience, because I get this question a lot too, if you don't have a warm audience, you, there's other ways around that. So even if you don't have a warm audience to begin with, focus on the rest of the steps of this process and start finding places to share your content and your videos. And that's why for us, when we created my YouTube for Bosses course, we have created all of these different engagement hubs that are niche related. So like we have a business hub where everyone can engage with each other's content and support one another. And you can find audiences through free Facebook groups. You can find them through forums. You can find them through websites and you can start building your targeted audience that way to share your video with. So you don't have to have this massive of warm audience to begin with, you just have to start building it so you have somewhere to distribute your content. And even if you have five followers on Instagram, that's still five people who know you and will want to support your content. Okay, perfect. I love it. All right. So thank you so very much for these steps. I love that they're clearly defined. They make perfect sense. I'm going to link to some of your videos so people can see it in action. But where can my listeners find out more about you? So the best place to go is to sunnyleonarduzzi.com and you'll find so many resources on there, but probably the best place to start, which will outline the exact process that we followed for my one client that I mentioned who got that 7.8 million view video and built her list completely organically and has just blown up her business in the last year. It's our zero to 100,000 subscribers guide and you can get it at sunnyleonarduzzi.com slash subscribers. Perfect. Thank you so very much, Sunny. I'm so glad we got to connect here. Thank you for having me. If you are ready to build your evergreen lead machine with YouTube and bring in sales in your sleep, be sure to apply to see if you qualify to work with me and my team in our 90-day Authority Accelerator program. The link is in the show notes below, and I truly hope to see you on the inside. Thank you so much for listening as always, and be sure to take care of yourself today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and share it with your fellow bosses. Congratulations on showing up for yourself today. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.